Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Fanable.com Actual Play Podcast, where we are sitting down for a very special, intimate, geeky topics roundtable discussion. Yes! Woo! Woohoo! Yeah, broke out. Background. Yeah. We can add it right here. Jesus can Wait, what? It's just like no more production quality. I mean, we broke out the nice table for this one. It's good. Oh my god! This is the original Fandible well, table. No, not the original original. <laughs> it's close it, to the original. It's close to the original. Yeah, we're we're recording right now in a... What? But This is not the... I think it's in Spanish, it's Chipo Plastico. Yes. <laughs> we are waiting for our new Fandible table to be built. Uh, we got rid of the other table two weeks ago because the guy said he's coming over right now. And that was two weeks ago. So yeah. now we have a fold-out table. <laughs> is he okay? Is there, like, an unsolved <laughs> mysteries about this guy? This guy was supposed to call me today to finalize when he's coming over tomorrow. I don't think he's coming over tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God, isn't it awful when you hire a contractor and they never call back? Makes... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just realized I was trying to make a joke, but then I was like, no, that actually is legitimately awful. <laughs> yeah, 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 that it's is, pretty bad. That's, yeah. uh, it's yeah. a, it's a, I mean, it's a hiccup. It's not the worst thing, you know, but it, it, it screws with your day. It's first world problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But so, I, I don't think our marriage can survive building an Ikea table. <laughs> no. I actually no know, mar- no. I actually know someone who, uh, declares herself the best at assembling Ikea furniture. Um, what's her hourly <laughs> wage? <laughs> Can we hire her? You've met her. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and you can't afford her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this table, though, because uh, we are gathered here for a seven-year anniversary of, of Fandible. And, yeah, woo! Holy man. Shit. When we started this, I was 25, Angela was 25. Jesus, 26, yep. Dan, 52. <laughs> <laughs> ah, those were the, that was so young, so beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's when Dan would tell us the story of how he was born. Where, well, he was found floating a river in a basket. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, l- luckily, there was a velociraptor there to grab him. Yep. And just... I thought you said voluptuaraptor. <laughs> and I was like, what porn have you been watching Voluptu- <laughs> Voluptuaraptor. <laughs> so that's like Betty Page plus a raptor. Now there's a character Actually, concept. clever girl. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Can we please? Listeners, if you do drawing at all, please make Betty Page velociraptor and have the word above it voluptuaraptor underneath quote clever girl. Come on. Come on. We can do it. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, so we're all giddy here at Fanable.com because we're celebrating uh, seven years of this wonderful uh, monstrosity that is our podcast. And uh, I was joking about the table, but is this the original plastic table that we played mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. at your old apartment? Yep. yep. Holy Under crap. This was, yeah. I mean, Jesus's was the original table. Yes. Yeah. But when we actually started playing at our place, this was the original craft yep. table. Mm-hmm. That is. We kept it because this is where our Thanksgiving food usually goes <laughs> to feed you guys. <laughs> That's right, it is. Yep. Yes. I thought I recognized it. That's awesome. So this is, used to oh, be the table. Oh, that stain. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we used to have the blue Yeti mic, yep. yes. right in the middle, and then or all of the our snowball. 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 Yeah. snowball, and all of our snacks would be around it, and we yeah, would were just munching. <laughs> oh much. my god, yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, as we were setting everything up, I was like, oh my, because this table just feels so much smaller. But mm-hmm. of course, a large part of that is we had just the one mic in the center. Now yeah. we have our mixer, and we have five mics, individual mics on rather hefty stands. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. Also, the chairs that were 
were on the the contractor built our chairs last time he was here. Oh, they're very These nice. These are very nice chairs yeah. that just take up space. Yeah, no, that, I mean, uh, I, I do remember the a shout out to to the Blue Company. Um, for Blue Snowball. Blue Snowball, but yeah, it's BLU is. Uh, yeah, because they also make the Yeti mic. Yes, BLU E. BLU are the vape uh, yeah. pens. Yeah. Uh, well, shout out to both of them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the powered yeah. fandable. Yeah. If you want to say our address is blank. <laughs> oh no, we have a PO box. Have our, PO box. our address is PO box here. Fandable podcast thirty-eight eleven Ditmars Boulevard, number nine three seven, Astoria, New York one 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 zero five. It's also in the show notes. Okay. I was gonna say, it's like, PO box one two three nine six three nine six three New York City New York State. One, one, nope. four, five. Wow. One oh one oh eight. Wow. Oh yeah. And we're seeing the end of a marriage. <laughs> Thank you, Nickelodeon, for starting and ending the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we wanted to do we wanted to do a uh, GTRT topics roundtable about what we've learned or just experienced for the last seven years because a lot of podcasts come and go. With seven years, and we're kind of like that punk band that still insists on only charging five dollars uh, <laughs> for a show, even though like we're we're kind of popular, I guess. Um, we still have our street. We were cred. we were in uh, Spotify's Discover Weekly playlist once. Really? Really? No, I mean like if we were this punk band. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> for a second I was like, what? Really? No, we actually we I, we were tagged on Facebook with instructions on how to get our podcast listed on Spotify. Oh. We need to get on that. No, yeah, no. yeah. We tell should. me more about this Spotify. Well, we, Angela was there's, uh, there's one of our articles was featured on a. Uh, mommy, uh, stay at home, mommy. Stay at home, mommy. Blog about yeah. like best shows and Angela's. Uh, yeah, and it linked to my article about why everyone should watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh my oh, god, yeah. that was amazing. It was a huge thing. So we we got to uptick at a lot of mommies. So oh, yeah. ladies, ladies, Dan is ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mommy, ladies, please. ladies. If you're ready to be a mommy a second time. <laughs> uh, so, so. Uh, Fanable.com. Uh, <laughs> we're adults. So, yeah, we're that punk band that's kind of popular somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, I mean, but like, we, we maintain. True to our roots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We maintain our street cred um, and By our living roots. Living in a van. <laughs> <laughs> in a van. Exactly. I choose to live in a van, Mom. I prefer Down by the River. Whichever one works. Yeah. So, so in seven years, I want to open up with um, we've learned some stuff, we've overcome some stuff. So, for the first general discussion, uh, what was your first take on the idea of doing Fandible at all? Like, what was your oh, first man. take on... Uh, sorry, my voice broke because I was apparently going back to the first time <laughs> I was ever on. I was on microphone. Um, uh, what was your first I, What was your first take on doing uh, Fandible? And I'll give you guys some time to answer because I'll do it first. <laughs> I thought it was fucking absurd. <laughs> I showed up to your uh, Billy and Angela's place with with tongue so firmly in cheek it would take a, a team of surgeons to remove it um and jesus gracefully ignored that but i was wildly uh skeptical not not even skeptical i was mocking oh, oh of, i remember mm-hmm. i remember Qantas. yeah you, know, of, you were kind of a dick yep yeah but, <laughs> and, and also my character <laughs> and, and like yeah and that was that was because of my and, and this has been very I, i've tried to make this very clear uh, for the benefit of our listeners in case somebody is like me. I was never out as a geek. Like I wasn't, I was, I was, I, I grew up in a LARP scene. I, I love the people from uh, back in Maine. 
um, who I grew up with and like they mentored me on how to be a good role player and like the community was great. But I was never in a, in a position to outwardly tell normals or anyone who was not already part of the conclave what I love to do. And so when Jesus presented me with this idea of, yeah, we're going to record it and people are going to listen to it. I remember saying to him, who's going to listen to other people having fun? <laughs> and still? <laughs> um, <laughs> and no. to this day, that question remains unanswered. <laughs> yeah, please write in, send us a, a, a letter to P.O. Box. Um, but... But, uh, yeah, it, it was, an, it wasn't just laughable to me. It was anathema. The idea that you would grandstand or, or publish or broadcast what we do as such a niche thing. And I think part of it is, uh, for me, it is an unfortunate, um, trope of nerds and role players that we don't think that other people are like us. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, unfortunately, I was that guy on the, on the subway looking at a woman holding a comic book and being like, she must be doing studies for an academic paper. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I, it's like, actually a to... much more generous interp- uh, uh, subtext than a lot of people would actually have. Yeah. That part I don't really understand, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's like, I was really coming out of like a, a you know, uh, uh, of a secluded area mentally when I got invited to Fandible and because I, Arguably because I didn't think anybody was listening is why I kept coming back. It's because I thought you guys were great. And there was this thing in the middle that I was apparently recording what we said. Um, but my first take was absolutely one of, uh, uh, of disbelief and not of shock disbelief, but of just, like I said, tongue in cheek, um, uh, cynicism. And then when I learned that we actually have listeners, that was a moment of disbelief of awe. Oh, of of like um you know uh we've we've gotten letters from people thanking us for what we do and they're not a deluge of letters but i will be damned if i don't tell somebody in my life who's not associated with fanable that we got them my poor you know uh sister or my mom like like they would all get calls like you'll never believe like a service person just like thanked us for this shit so first impressions you guys were great and this was nonsense. <laughs> and then after a little while, I guess the listeners showed me yeah. that I was wrong. And that you are awful. And that this is nonsense. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, oh, oh, no, back on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my impression was actually kind of opposite of David's. Because I thought this was totally cool. And then I was like, what's a podcast? Because <laughs> I, I was vaguely aware of podcasts. But we started when podcasts were still kind of in their infancy. Like within a, within a year or two of iTunes launching. Because iTunes launched podcasts. Yeah. They, I, they'd existed. But mm-hmm. that was when they really hit some mainstream. So I was like aware that this thing was out there. But I'd never heard of actual plays. But I was like, it's an excuse to role play more. Um, Billy and I come from a performance background, so absolutely, because I think Jesus even used the phrase, you know, radio drama, which is how a lot of podcasts get pitched. I was like, that sounds totally dope. And I think this was subconscious at the time, but it's something that I've come to think is very important. And it is literally putting a female voice in a hobby that has been viewed as very male-dominated. And that is not just gaming at this point. I know that it is also podcasting. So a lot of times in feminist communities, we talk about women need to have a seat at the table. This is me literally 
putting a voice out there and saying there is a woman at the table. You know, in a, a play by post or if I was sum- summarizing a game just on a post on the internet, it can be obfuscated that I'm female. There's, there's no, I have, a, I have a feminine voice. I play female characters. There is no hiding the fact that there is a woman at this table. And I think I knew from the very beginning that that could be something very cool. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I, I when Jesus, when we first went over to Jesus, my first thing was I did not want Jesus to stab us because he was kind of a stranger still. <laughs> <laughs> and the neighborhood had issues. Yeah. Well, the neighborhood wasn't that bad. It was just literally uh, the first time we went to someone's house. Mm. We, this, yeah, we didn't basically. Meet, yeah, we didn't. We didn't really have friends in New York. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've been here for two years. We kind of stuck to ourselves. We we role played occasionally in um in delis with a, a meetup group. Oh yeah. But it was the first time we were actually going to meet up with strangers, uh, people we barely met. We met a few times. I mean, I knew you guys weren't yeah, we instantly met at the crazy. meetup group, and we'd gone to a bar together. Yeah. We, we, I, li- I liked you, but when Hazy said, "Hey, I really want to record this, record this," I said, "Sure, let's let's try this podcasting thing." And I, I didn't think it'd be that popular, but I'm kind of a little bit with Dave on. I just wanted to have fun, um, and I really didn't take it seriously until. Jesus sent us the link to Fandible, on, and there was a wolf in the background. <laughs> Jesus. The ugliest side I I've ever seen. I wish we had kept a record of oh, that it was, it was it so was what ugly. It, it was so disgusting. But it was, you know, it, it was a template like that. Yeah. And I think we got one of our first comments of, you guys are really funny. And I was like, oh, people are listening. And if not for the fans, I would have given up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, sometimes... Or at least I would have given up on like recording because we we start taking it a little bit more seriously and pushing for better recording stuff. And I actually think Fandible has made us better people because I've learned a lot about what you shouldn't say and what you should say. I think what this is like a problem some people have is they kind of become in the, they kind of join their own echoes uh, chamber. A bunch of them can say certain kind of jokes, and after a while, those certain kind of jokes are okay to the world. You think. And you say them and you realize, oh, they're, you know, some people are offended. And then you get kind of angry. And then you have your echo chamber, chamber to say, no, they're just being overly offensive. And I was a little bit of that. I was, as high school, I thought it would be funny to say the offensive stuff because I was so cool and I didn't care. And comedy shouldn't be, you know, stifled. Um, but Fandible really kind of made me better. And, and me knowing that I shouldn't say certain things or watch what I say or just kind of look at another perspective and kind of just kind of learn myself a little bit. Um, I wouldn't have been a, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, Fandible is a magical place, but I certainly do feel because I'm talking to people and we're getting fans and they're interacting with us and they're talking to us, I feel that I have to continuously be better because I don't want to be like a PewDiePie situation where I suddenly start saying bad words and, you know, it's I know people are listening and I want those people not to lose respect for me or our group, or listening. And I'm really happy. I don't think we have ever done anything that we've had someone written in saying, because you guys have done this, I am never listening to you again. Um, so that that's really good to know that you can at least listen to us and feel comfortable enough knowing that we're going to be fairly good. Sometimes we get a little bit randy, but I feel like you or guys drunk. have... Yeah, or drunk. But I, I feel that you guys <laughs> certainly make us a better group of people. And thank you, fans. Yeah, so for me, like, as as the old man of Fandible, uh, <laughs> you, you are know, only age here. 
Yeah, I am. I am only insert St. John's Public <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna make like a horse and stomp on the floor once for uh, every year. I'm also. This will take a while. <laughs> neighbors, Dan. Sorry, guys. Uh, so it sounds like a dead horse up there. <laughs> yeah. Are they feeding it? Uh, Why are they feeding the poor horse? No, you know, I've been talking about Warhammer. Oh, but I've been, you know, I've been, I've been doing role playing since I was a little kid. Like I, I literally learned to read with the first edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons books. Like those were the first books I was reading while other kids were reading, like you know, uh, you know, see Jane run, run Jane run i was like cd mcgorgon attack save versus death <laughs> um those were those were literally my first books i used to like run role-playing games for like my kid my my friends when i was like seven years old uh they were the worst kind of monty hall uh <laughs> games like I, one of my players had a level 30 something paladin with like power armor and and a, and a sword of, of infinite wishes that might be a little bit overpowered yeah no it was great and uh <laughs> So, you know, I've been doing role-playing, like, my whole life. This has just been uh, kind of a, a thing uh, for me since uh, the early days back when back when we all rode dinosaurs. And, uh, and also in terms of podcasts, um, I've been listening since, like, the Adam Curry days. Like, back before they were called uh, podcasts. Back before they were just... Like, no, but they didn't have a name yeah. yet. It was just like RSS feeds and audio. And, and there was like a whole debate among the, the podcasting community of like five people about what to call them. And, and, uh, I remember the, how controversial it was when Apple, uh, uh, you know, created the, the iPod and tried to, uh, like the name podcast was created by Apple. And that was a huge controversy at the time. Uh, they were like, do we want Apple to define our new medium? Whatever. Uh, but at the time, important. at the time, it was very very important. Uh, so I've been in both mediums for a long time. I even had a small podcast of my own before this. It is not worth mentioning. I just don't even. Doesn't, I don't think I even have like. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I know uh, the internet never forgets. If, if somebody can find my old podcast, please do because yeah, I don't know own, what it is. It was like you driving on a road. In yeah, Puerto it was Rico. like me driving on the road in Puerto Rico. Like, you can imagine how good the sound quality <laughs> was. By the way, I would absolutely kill to go uh, to to revisit that one day we'll just all go to Puerto Rico and it'll just be like comedians in cars except for it'll be role players in cars yep. someday man someday you go back to Puerto Rico and it could be like you know signs of Dan's voice on the radio <laughs> just you find out you're <laughs> yeah. really famous there <laughs> be um, but yeah so so both both aspects of this were, were huge for me um, but uh, when I moved to New York City I knew nobody. I had no friends. I had you know, nothing. Uh, and, uh, and so I, you know, I, as somebody who'd, who'd been role playing my whole life and be- right before I moved to New York, I'd actually been running like a, a D&D game, uh, like fourth edition, I think, or third edition for like a group of, uh, eight people. Um, so that was how I interacted with a lot of people. Um, and, and so that's how I decided to, make friends and, and get to know people here in the city. So, you know, went to the same meetup that these guys went to. That's where we all met and everything. Was that your first meetup with that group or was um, it? I think it might have been the first or second. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty early on. Like I, I looked out. Um, but you know, I met you guys and uh, the idea was floated, you know, to, to, to record these, made a podcast to me, uh, uh like, uh, it was a, like, this was great because it married both things that I liked <laughs> role playing and podcasts. Awesome. No one's gonna listen to it. Yeah. I, I, I was convinced no one would listen to it, but 
I didn't care because it, it was still like, like it sounded like fun to me. It sounded mm-hmm. like something I wanted to do. And and at first that was the main reason that I kept coming back because it was it, it married both my interests and it was something that I enjoyed doing, uh, regardless of the people. It was it was more about the the event. Um, as the years have gone by, and now we're like seven years in, which is insane. Um, now for me, it's a lot more about the people than it is about the the podcast. Like I, I enjoy, I enjoy the role playing games. I enjoy the recording. I enjoy the fact that we have this. I, I am constantly dumbfounded by the fact that we have listeners, that we have like a bunch of people on Twitter that regularly interact with us because we do this podcast, because they listen to our stuff, because they talk to one another about our podcasts, about our, our games, about our plots. They wonder what we're doing. They, they laugh together about, you know, based after listening to us, uh, not laughing at us necessarily, hmm. but laughing because they think we're funny. They think we're fun. They think we're entertaining. Um, it, it constantly blows my mind. And yet, at the at the end of the day, and and, and unlike David, where you know, like you said, uh, you know, you you weren't out as a, as a role playing gamer. I've always like, yeah, I've, my whole life I've been quote unquote out as as a gamer. You know, I've 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 never like hidden that out uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, <sighs> I kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, you know, the the point is like, I, it, it's when I tell people what I do on Saturdays. I don't usually say I'm going to go record a podcast with with some people. I go I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Aww. And not because and not because I'm hiding what we do, but because to me that's that is what we do. Oh, where are your friends? Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay. Sorry. I, I know I was looking at David. I was actually talking to the rest of the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people that have been here from the beginning. Yeah, so we're talking about the cats. Yeah. <laughs> talking about the table apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that, that's that's what it is to me at the end of the day. I come out here, I hang out with my friends, and it's made all the better because, in a certain sense, it's not just the people around this table now that are my friends. I've made other friends online. I've made other friends through the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've made people who I like and I trust and whose opinions I look forward to hearing through this thing we've done here. And to me, that's amazing. Nice. There we go. All right, so the guy with the original oh, idea. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, why, 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 Jesus? Why, why, why? And not just why, but also, like, what was your opinion, like, going into it? So, like, oh, you, you're El Capitan. Finally, so. why a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> because it looked cool at the time and I was 25. <laughs> okay, originally. Before I started fat. Oh, drink. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let me let me finish off this drink, listeners. <laughs> Before Fandible, swig. <laughs> I, I did a drink. Yeah. Before Fandible, I okay. never drank. Let me start from the beginning. I love role-playing games. I have always loved role-playing games. I played a brief character with an overpowered uh, were-tiger uh, were monk, which basically made no goddamn sense, but I had fun with it. Later on, I played a few games with David in a role-playing group with... A uh, few other people in uh, what, was, what was the name of the original play? Do you remember? Neutral Ground. <laughs> uh, Neutral Ground was the store. It was a yeah. store we played originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great people there. Yeah, but every day we around. weren't. Uh, no, unfortunately, it closed some years ago. Yeah, sadly. Uh, and every week where we didn't play, all I could think about was playing. I love role playing games, and that was why when we stopped going to that, I set up the. I went to that one meetup group. 
a year or two down the line, asking just to run a ro- random role-playing game, and I met you guys. And there was a connection with you guys that we didn't have with anybody else in the rest of the group. We were so nervous to ask. We literally were so nervous to ask each other out, like, like <laughs> bye, bye. And then Jesus walked away. Then he stopped. He's like, yeah. You guys want to hang out? I was, oh, oh, after Jesus uh, finishes yeah, yeah. his story, I will tell observing Jesus and Billy <laughs> okay, interacting. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Go on. And when I finally... Uh, Asked you guys, had the courage to uh, ask you guys out to my to, to my pla- to my place. <laughs> Nerd prom. <laughs> I decided to record. The reason I record is because uh, for at least a year or two, I've been listening to another role- actual play podcast called Role Play in Public Radio. I don't think it's around anymore. Is no, it's still around. Oh, it's definitely yeah. still around. And by yeah. the way, Ross Payton, huge fan still. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Uh, and af- and listening is like, wow, these guys have an excuse to be together. Because they're recording things and putting online, you could, and even if we're not, we stop playing, like there's that online, these stories we create together online for just us or maybe other people if we ever get, get one or two listeners to listen in talk. That's why that first episode we met together, I decided to record it. Just because I couldn't listen to it again, because we were hanging out, we were buddies, and we were playing Warhammer 40k, which is my favorite, I know, stupid <laughs> ass setting. But as, the, as it continued on over the years, I realized two things. Number one, playing with you guys has been great. You've, I've learned so much about all of you through your role-playing games, of how you think about the world, etc. And also, I've begun to realize how much I love telling a good story, or at least a mediocre good story. No, it's good. It's, it's, uh... no, no, your first stuff was mediocre. Your, first... <laughs> your stuff now is good. Yeah, yeah. and because I, I, you're solidly okay. Okay, <laughs> and because of that, I've realized I love storytelling so much. I want to go beyond role playing. That's why I'm doing short fiction now. That's why I eventually want to, like every millennial, want to finish that novel. Yep. And I've this just discovered over the years. I just, guys, I love you guys. Aww. I really love you guys. Thank you for sticking around for seven years or six years in David's case. And just <laughs> and we will never let him forget it. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. And just just being my friends in this ridiculous experiment I started with no idea of where it would lead. And yeah. fans, thank you for listening to my stupid. Speaking of which and what was it like oh, watching? Oh Jesus Billy Christ! And Please don't say that. Oh my God! So this was this was not after the first time yeah. that we played together. This is after the second time we went to the meetup group. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dan did not make it to this no, one. No, I did not. This was the using zombie. yeah. This is using World of Darkness rules. Oh, God, uh, New World of Darkness to play a zombie apocalypse game where you know as as we play zombie apocalypses where you are the normal people. Zombies have have happened. That's what they advertise. And the three of us interpreted normal people very differently from the rest of the group. <laughs> so we had an editorial assistant, uh, an actor fresh off the bus, mm-hmm. and an accountant. I think for the stars. For the stars. Yes, the accountant for the stars. Uh, clustered at one end of this very long table at this New York deli. You forgot one thing I would add. Jesus was late. Like I went and we went. And I was like, I really hope Jesus is there. <laughs> And Jesus was late. So I was like, oh, Jesus is not there. And then like 20 minutes later, when we're making this character, Jesus walks in. He's like, hey, guys, is there room for one more? And I'm like, Jesus! (laughs) So we have our character creation session. I don't think we actually played that night. Mm -hmm. uh, Because there was, uh, amongst the rest of the group, which included, you know, Marines and special ops agents. Remember that guy's like, I want to make a character just exactly like myself. I'm an army uh, I'm an army recruit or something like that. <laughs> I think I'd be the ideal person to survive a song. It's just like, dude, you're 20 pounds overweight <laughs> and you are walking with a cast. Yeah. Yeah. So 
not much gaming happened that day, but I think we, like, we role Oh, no, what happened was the GM was taking aside small groups to, like, role-play the initial... Like, the, this is how you discover zombies have happened. But we, the three of us had actually already done our prelude. <laughs> the three of us had just... And by the way, that was a great prelude. Oh, it was way better than anything else anybody ever did. Um, <laughs> so that was a Saturday afternoon, and we're finally, you know, wrapped up, and we're leaving. And, oh, we're all walking towards the same subway. Great. So we're walking and chatting, and we get to the subway entrance. <laughs> and I was already ready to say, like, all right, hey, see, see you, Jesus. It was great. <clears throat> and... I start walking down, and Billy's kind of lingering, and Jesus is kind of lingering at the, the railing to the subway entrance. It's like something out of a goddamn rom-com. Near watching the two of these guys just go like, I think it was, I do think it was Jesus who like started to walk away, and came back and was like, hey, so do you guys like, <laughs> want to hang out sometime? Like, and Billy's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I- so we made plans. To hang out the next day, because that was a Saturday, so we made plans to hang out on Sunday. And Billy and I spent Saturday night and Sunday morning, like, just scouring our apartment, making it as clean as possible, because we've never had people over. Yeah, and, then it was like, and, like, around noon, we're like, do do we know how to contact Jesus? <laughs> oh, we did, but we didn't want to do it too early. Like, yeah, because oh. we didn't set a time. It's just like, oh, we'll chat tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to seem too desperate. Do I call it, now? Okay, now let's switch to my perspective, when I was walking down Manhattan. And I was thinking to myself for about an hour, should I, should I call them? I mean, I mean, I, they probably weren't serious about it. I probably should have <laughs> called them. I, I guess I, I guess I could. I mean, they might want me over. I don't know. Another hour later, I, I guess I'll give it a call. Hey, uh, you want to hang out? Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on over. We didn't even have anything to do. Like you came over and we watched anime. Yeah, we watched. <laughs> and then we sat around, and because we literally lived in a bedroom. Yes. Yeah. It was this is our, our studio bed. apartment. Yeah. yeah, it was a studio. And, and I will feel a bit like it felt weird, or at least at first, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. Andrew was sitting on the bed, you were me on the couch. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even have a couch. We had like those little stupid bean bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. little shitty chairs yeah. that we sat in um, that scrapped the shit out of our floors. <laughs> but yeah, we just watched anime, and then we just sat there and talked about stuff. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was scary because we hadn't, I, I mean, me and Angela hadn't had friends in like fucking two mm-hmm. years. We didn't even have friends before that. So. <laughs> and you still don't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so having been part of this uh, for so long, I'm curious. Not as long as the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> hey, guys, come on. Better team go. <laughs> obstacles have we run into uh that that we've overcome uh as a as a podcast um uh like like is there anything that like we just like that just slammed in our faces like a gate and we're like oh we did oh i did not expect this to be a thing that is i mean uh, the the new guy <laughs> right jesus well, the well besides oh, the issues beans. with the new guy Getting digs for every GDRT I've ever hosted. Yeah. I, I think, at least for, I think we all of us agree, the moment we realized we could get tired of constant roleplay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, where oh. we played that one dungeon world game where we're like, I think this is the end of Fandle. Uh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. God, that game. Uh, I yeah. think but, I remember when you were just coming over, I was like, I don't know if I want to play anymore. <laughs> and that was the, t- I, everybody was yeah, thinking that. Well, yeah, it's like, even, did we do 
Dungeon World in two parts? No, we, or were we just we, tired? We were no. just tired. Because Billy Dungeon and World. I had been talking beforehand, like, dude, I'm so... Oh, God, yeah, I, th- I think it was like, I think Dungeon World was the final break in that dam. And I think that was like, <laughs> we were all done, we are just sitting there like, um, like almost like you just wish you had a cigarette, but no one... <laughs> but that game was like, wanting a cigarette so bad after a long day of saving children and like, stopping a fire, and then you opening up your pack of cigarettes and it's empty. <laughs> Or no, you find a note that you originally think is actually a cigarette. You pull it out and it's an IOU. Find <laughs> Satan. <laughs> and just, Angela and me were like, guys, we need to talk. We we kind of want to take a break. And, and Jesus is like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the relief on Jesus' face was was <laughs> amazing. And to to further your snake analogy, uh, I think because it was uh, not snake analogy, uh, cigarette. cigarette analogy. I think because we don't like Dungeon World so much, it was like opening your pack of Lucky Strikes and an asp jumps out and bites you in the face. It's like, oh, distinctly opposite from what I was looking for. We were just so, I mean, yeah, I think, but you know what that, that did show me though? Like when we said, like, we all decided that we did not want to play video games, uh, play role playing games. After we talked it out, we immediately said, like, but we do want to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I think we took a, the next week off just not to – just to, like, detox off of everything. But the next week, we were like, let's hang out. And we just sat around drinking beers. And by the end of that, we're like, you know what? Maybe we could role play again. But mm. then we're like, no, let's take a month. We told yeah. ourselves a month. Yeah. But by that, like, one week off and by us just – that kind of showed me it's like we want to be – we want to be friends. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to be, like, podcasters. Yeah, I do think that was one of the first times that I felt – we're friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we'd, I, we'd had you guys over for non-role-playing events, so I think we'd hosted Thanksgiving at least once at that mm-hmm. point. Um, oh, no, I know when I know when Billy thought we were all finally friends um, is when we hosted Thanksgiving for the first time, and Jesus told us he couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. And he called us. He's like, hey, guys, just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to all of you, and then there was a knock at the door. Yeah. Billy was so fucking happy to see you, Jesus. He yeah. was like, guys, make room. We've got another plate. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that was a really so amazing that was, moment. And I, I think Dungeon World was after that, but it, it definitely cemented for me that, yes, we're not just a group of role players. We weren't just a group of podcasters. It was we wanted to get together and hang out for reasons that were entirely separate mm-hmm. from what we were doing other Saturdays. I remember, like, what I, I always I was considering as friends, but what kind of moved you up? Like, there's there's levels of friends, but like you know, there's, the, the be- David's the, still yeah. working his way up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, here's the, and here's the thing. I feel bad because Dan's not part of it because I think Dan was like sick or out. Like Dan could not make it. And he told us like in an email. But when we were moving, and I'm like, hey guys, uh, we you know if you guys can drop by to help us move, it's going to be hell. It's a Saturday. No one wants to fucking help us move. But if you guys... In August. In August, in the fucking heat. And Dan wrote back. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I have a work thing. Or I'm sick. It was something. I was like, okay. I had a valid excuse. I was in no way just avoiding having to help you move. It was... uh, But I hadn't... We didn't really hear anything from David or Jesus. And I'm like, you know, I understand. We're not not that close (laughs) where we will go and... Stop on us. I think it was a Sunday. Like our last day off before work to help us move in a fucking <laughs> So it was me and Angela. And suddenly and I my feel. Dad. And, and you, my you dad. So we're moving and I walk out and suddenly I feel like a hand on my shoulder. And it's David. And David's like, okay, dude, what can I do? And I'm like, oh, you came? And you're like, dude, yeah, we're friends. And I was like, oh, wow. And then suddenly I just see rounding the corner is Jesus. And he's like, hey, dude, I'm here. And I'm like, oh my God. And that's when I realized that you guys were like, you know, you were the top tier friends. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean uh, it's, it's, it's that friend dichotomy where it's basically like, 
when you like it's it's easy to be friends when it's just like hey do you want to get a drink or do you want to party or do you want to role play it's different when you're like hey do you want to carry hot boxes <laughs> in the middle of the night don't worry i'm not going to pay you <laughs> and so you're that's going to feel obligated yeah, or anything you guys just did it yeah. there was i remember when we were I, I remember when i realized that like you were cutting me some slack as a friend because because i never uh, uh subscribed to the idea of uh you know friends help you move uh real friends help you move bodies the idea of like friends help you move like depending on what you're moving like you guys don't live in a palace it's not going to be like priceless art and and and, and slabs of marvel 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 <laughs> it's not going to be the iron man suit <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I, I I had an idea of what I'd be moving. I w- wanted to help you guys, and I <laughs> do remember that there was a moment where I made an inappropriate j- uh, joke in front of uh, Angela's father, and <laughs> Billy just looked over at me and was like, "Dude, not now!" And I didn't make a joke for the rest of the day because I remember that moment where, like, I was like, "Right," <laughs> like, I don't remember what that. Jo- I do remember the scene. <laughs> I mean, it was very simple. It was it, this was during my phase when I would say that's what she said after everything, <laughs> and so oh, no. uh, and so a certain woman's father said, "Okay, let's go in the back." And then I just, <laughs> oh, no! I actually I think it was about like Angela. Uh, I think the dad said something like she's. Yeah, it's a heavy load, hon. And I think oh, you, Jesus. you just started something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, what she said. But he had already hopped around Thank to go. Thank God, to my go dad is half deaf. Yeah. To, to go to the other side of the van. And I remember we shut the doors of the van <laughs> at the same time. And your husband, in a very like masculine mood, like, I just remember his arms, like he'd been working all day, slammed the door shut in front of me and just slowly looked at me, like through his long hands, like, Dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> I really do think it was something about loads. Like, yeah. like you know, it's a heavy load. And he's like, you heard that before. And I'm like... <laughs> yep. and I was what? Like, I was like, right? Not the audience? I'll keep that in mind. So there's a... Since this was originally around obstacles, that's an obstacle. <laughs> um, honestly, no, that is actually true, though. Balancing friend friendship and, and what is a media production... Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is, is really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my next question was like, have you well, learned? I do, have, any... I, I do have something about what else, cool. what other obstacles we mm-hmm. can't like, cause I want to, so our sound quality was sucked. Oh, yeah. Like we had a, a snowball mm-hmm. and it got to the point where we were doing this for three years when, and, and we just finally said like, you know, guys, if we're actually going to spend every Saturday recording, we need to make that jump. And I think that's what some podcasters don't do is, you know, after you're doing this for more than a year and you plan on doing it for longer. You need to start saving up money to get a mixer and stuff like that. And yeah. I think we had done like the research and it was like, we need $500. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we yeah. all were going to like do a fundraiser or yeah. something like that. We were going to actually start a Patreon or a Kickstarter. Yeah, it was like a GoFundMe because yeah. Kickstarter yeah. needs to be a physical yeah. product or did at the yeah. time. And, and Kicks and Patreon wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I suggested you. a fandable calendar, like a sexy calendar, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, said, no. I got shot down. Yeah. But then, <laughs> then Jesus is. Family got him yeah. a mixer for a, his birthday, yeah. and like audio equipment, and so that stopped that. But we have constantly tried to make ourselves look professional, even like our website. Our website used to be like first the wolf, oh, then we got rid of the wolf, and it was black and yet red. Yeah, and now it's it's fairly. I mean, we still have some issues that damn comment area, <laughs> but I'm very proud of like how hard we have worked to make this. Something that we're proud of. Like, we have pushed to, oh, we're going to do video. Let's not just do crappy video. Let's learn how to do Adobe Premiere. Oh, we want to be better at sound quality. Let's get a mixer. 
Let's get better microphones. Oh, we bought lights at one point. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> we have constantly said we want to be better than what we originally thought this was, and we have taken this serious. And I think we could do more, always more, because I know there's other people that do more out there. But I think we have the one thing you'd say about Fandible is we've never gotten worse. We've always gotten better. Yeah. It's a slower climb sometimes mm-hmm. than I'd like. Um, but I'm very proud of where we are right now. And I know in a couple of years we'll absolutely take out those lights and use them for something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And one of the things, though, that, that, that you brought up, Billy, is is the, the website um, and the audio. And f- with the issue of the audio, an obstacle we hit was not just that we need better audio equipment, yeah. is that we've got five voices to record. Mm-hmm. If you're a one-on-one podcast, a, a Yeti Blue is uh, is perfect. You don't need to get much better than that. Um, but we've got five voices, all with the necessity to speak at the same time, which is that's crazy. If we were like cycling or something, we could we could we could get away with fewer fewer microphones. And so we needed a, a uh, an audio rig that would handle that sort of thing. But also uh, another obstacle was, like you said, the website. Like we're not just a product; we're also like the the, the accessibility is through the website and. That's seen a lot of uh, a lot of changes. For instance, we blog now, and we have um, don't laugh. We still blog. Um, <laughs> we we go through. We're actually really good about our blog compared to how we used to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we do have moments where something goes wrong, and we skip like three weeks because <laughs> it's just a cluster. But that's actually uncommon. We're actually pretty good about doing uh, releasing something. We blog way more often than we don't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which sounds like a euphemism for masturbation, but that's fine. Um, because it's also true. Yes. <laughs> we blog more than we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so so with those obstacles in mind, um, or or just anything else that we've that we've come across in six years. <laughs> did you guys learn anything that you didn't expect to learn? Because I feel like I, I wrote this down because I was like thinking about it on the way here. And I was like, there's so much stuff I could not have prepared to have like ingested and like and, and, and tried to comprehend from being part of this this uh, this podcast. Not the least of which is media training. Like I remember when we got these mics, I was a proponent for media training. Me, I'm an asshole like i do not like being told what to do i don't like being told that i'm going to get edited out um i've been part of this podcast for seven years no you haven't you just won't let me be on the first year because <laughs> we were waiting for you to spring for that media training <laughs> so so yeah um i like so, to think you were nick you were, <laughs> you were actually nick when we didn't call you that first year you just started training every day <laughs> Oh, I like that. So Nick is the guy that you guys used to know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick, uh, thank you for your five dollars, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so is there anything that you guys learned? Like fucking, like think about the voices we make. Think about the fact that we joke about like crazy people yelling into microphones. But I feel like our voice control, like I'm doing it right now. I'm very mindful about where my voice is and like what what tenor I'm using. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, at what point did you all individually like start addressing something that you thought was something you didn't have to address, like a, a shortcoming or Ange, for instance, like I know that you don't like to listen to our recordings because <laughs> no, that's, that's not a, that's no. not a dig. Like it's, it's a true fact. Yeah. It's a true fact. And I did not listen to us for a solid three years because again, this was, 
This was the three years that I was like, okay, people are going to listen to us, whatever. Uh, and then I did, and I got more mindful of how I sound. But I didn't anticipate that I would have to do things like, look, guys, this is about my Irish accent. Okay, I didn't anticipate <laughs> that my Irish accent would be so ruth- ruthlessly critiqued. <laughs> and it's gotten impeccably better. Mm-hmm. Governor? Sure. <laughs> sure. Living your delusions. Absolutely. I, I was I'm thinking I was thinking like what have I done? I don't know. But I did recently start listening to Fandible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your five dollars a month, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um because actually this started over Christmas when Billy and I were doing road trip back and forth from uh his uh my family actually. And we needed something on, and so we put on the long shot, and I said, they're going like, hey, these people are pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) This story actually makes sense. Goddamn pirate town and your lack of fucking carbs. (laughs) (laughs) But then it was also, like, refreshing my memory on stuff, because I have a terrible memory. Mm. Like, Angela's memory is just shit. So I'm listening to this, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I remember that happening. Wow, that would have affected some shit Morale did if I'd actually remembered that she'd seen this shit. So that's why I was like, no, and fuck it, I need to start listening to this. So uh, the next step was listening to Unhallowed Metropolis and discovering things like, guys, there's a Knocked Raven in London. Oh, my God, you blew shit up with Unhallowed. I was freaking out. Uh, So that's definitely, a lot of it was just learning, uh, you know, just you know, gritting my teeth and like, all right, I've got to listen to this. And I think in, even without listening to the, uh, the podcast, there's definitely been a change in my vocal quality. Again, going all the way back to the first couple episodes of Unhallowed Metropolis to how I, I know how I sound on the long shot, on the solo shot, having to listen to that for editing. So absolutely, uh, I, all of our voices are changed because, you know, we're growing up and bodies change yes. and voices go along <laughs> with that. But just learning to, listening to what we're doing is part of the product. And so that's a big thing that I had to just figure out how to overcome. Okay, building on that, uh, you know, it was kind of recent. Like, after a while, if you do it for seven years, you kind of get lazy. Like, and I was getting kind of lazy whenever, yeah. like, hey, Billy, let's make a character. I'm like, yeah, I'll sound like this. I'll be great. I'm so freaking good at this. Uh, and then I listened to Longshot, and I realized, like, those first couple episodes, I'm like, I'm kind of the worst one. <laughs> like, and I remember at one point, like, when we were playing, Angela was being goofy a little bit with her character, and I was like, you know, she, I hope people forgive her for this shit. I mean, that's okay. Uh, and then I listened to her, it's like, she is, like, the best character so far. <laughs> oh, she's, am, like, jumping oh, out yeah. of the yeah. microphone. Yeah. She is amazing and i'm sucking and i'm like oh my god so i got better thank god but i realized then it's like okay i need to actually you know think of characters start working on like voices trying to make distinct and then we played the solo shot and we recorded three episodes before we started listening then to edit and i sounded awful and I, I, this is like what i would sound at i'd be like and i'm uh i'm uh i'm uh, walking towards um uh, the, the door and i'm like what the fuck did I just say? So now I'm working on a lot more enunciation. Also, I'm holding back. If I don't think of the right word, I stop and I pause. And that's what I'm trying to do a lot more of. So I don't have those. Because I don't just do, um, 
I do like, oh, checkers. It's like, it's, I, I make it difficult to edit out the uhs, cause Angela does uhs or ums, yep. but at least she has a stop to it. I say, oh, Atlantis. Yeah. So, like, so now, so when you cut that out, you're Atlantis. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm working on that. Another issue, and it's a little weird, so we might have to cut this if I do it, if I say it wrong. Transgender rights. Honestly. I used to be the guy who told jokes because, you know, I, I always thought jokes were funny and it's fine. And and I remember I, I made a transgender joke once or, and, I, and it wasn't malice. It was just a joke about me. Angela's like, you you never know what it's like to be like a woman in a woman's skin. And I'm like, you haven't seen this. You know, I said something wrong, bad. Yeah. And Angela's like, that's wrong. You can't say that. And I'm like, it's a joke. And Angela made me cut it. And I thought that was ridiculous. It just kind of made me. Being here in front of people and, and thinking about what to say and how to, and and kind of realizing how I can come off if people didn't know me, that made me a better person. And, you know, like I said, the closest thing I could think of is transgendered rights. I've always believed in transgendered rights, but sometimes people could. They might not get that from a joke I said. And that really made me these seven years realize that I need to be a person. I, I need to sound like the person I want people to know I am. So I, I try to avoid the offensive jokes and I try to avoid doing Richard Pryor's greatest hits for you guys. <laughs> it's media training, but it's also realizing that people aren't omnipresent. They don't know you. They know what you sound like. They know what you say. So if people just hear me and they hear me say something offensive, they're going to think I'm offensive. Not that I'm just, oh, it's just a joke. And I think that's really important for people to realize that, you know, yes, some things are just a joke, but if the only jokes I hear you say are mean, insensitive, joke about racism, trans, uh, gender rights, you know, homosexuality, I'm going to think you're homophobic or racist or, you know, just a dick. Mm. And I think that's what Fandible taught me to be, is I want people to know that I'm a nice guy and I'm trying to be fair. fair. And that I'm accepting to almost everybody. Except for David. He's only been here six years. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hear the seven-year yeah. mark, man. I'm sorry. But wow. that's what I, 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 I think Fandible has taught me most. Is I, I want to sound like the person I want people to know I am. Which is a good person. Hmm. I hope that sounded okay and not stupid. No, we'll cut that out. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, for my own part. Uh, for 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 obstacles and also like learning something, just finding something that I didn't expect about this, and then trying to like learn about it and get through it. Um, I have to. I, I honestly, I would I had to address how I felt about this. I've been very candid, or I've tried to be very candid about how I feel about geek culture, specifically role-playing, specifically it being a niche thing, and when we go to conventions, man, you guys hear an earful. I have no shortage of, uh, of, of critique for what we do, and again, it's from a background that says what we do is a waste of time. Like, that's the environment I grew up in. Like, this is something you grow out of. And... It's, a, I think, a testament to Fandible that I still engage in that voice in my head. And I'm, like, trying to be honest about it with our listeners because it's, I didn't expect to actually care about this enough and to be with this long enough, six years, 
in order to actually have to address it. And so when we go to conventions, when we get asked to be on, on, on panels, when we get letters from people, you know, every time I have to address that. Like, why? What is it? Can I parse through how I feel about role playing and, and podcasting now and, and, and like try to figure out how I can grow beyond this? Um, that is that's that's like one of the harder things that I didn't expect to have to address because I always thought I could just I could always put up a bulwark of cynicism and sarcasm and comedy and I would never actually have to buy in. But I have bought in because we mentioned you guys are my friends, but also like people listen to us and people like me and not so much you guys, but I'm still here. Um, and, and, and so I, I think one of the things that I, I, I most didn't expect is to actually have to try to find validity in the thing that I love so much. Because when you love something a bunch, it doesn't mean you always have to validate it to other people. You can keep it to yourself, which I did. With Fanable, I mean, like, you know, I was, I'm single or, I, you know, I'm dating now. Like, eventually someone's going to ask where I go every Saturday. <laughs> like, like, why can't you ever hang outside? Oh, cause I, I see my friends and we sound like a cult if you don't mention them. <laughs> What were you saying, Billy? No, I was going to say these, uh, this point, I was pointing towards these students oh, also oh. contribute. But no, oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, 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 so, that, yeah, that would be, that would, that would just be my chime in is like, I, I didn't expect to actually have to grow as a person. <laughs> <It's just really laughs> That's what we and me are saying. Like, yeah. oh, we grew as, so you're telling me that you actually grew into an adult. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, yeah. weird. It's awful. Yeah, Make well, believe made me a grown up. Yeah. Well, besides the stupid growing up stuff, I mean, who needs that sort of thing? <laughs> I, over the years, after actually listening to my my own voice over the years of editing each of the podcast episodes and spraying a cat, apparently, Billy, hmm. uh, I've learned that. Well, I've learned to basically, and this is less emotional and more technical. Slow down my speech. Oh, yeah. I used to talk super fast. The thick. It's not that I was. I, I said I was nervous, and that's part of it. But it's more like I have a lot of ideas in my head. All the time. Yeah, and it's hard for me to speak them out very efficiently, I guess the word, or slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, because as soon as I say one thing, I have another thing I want to say immediately. So I just keep blurting out things. And listening to my own voice, I sound like a goddamn crazy person. So over time, I've learned to slow, slow down. It's not, it doesn't always work. But I've learned to slow down my speech, try to clearly get out my ideas for people to listen. Especially for story games and stuff like that. And you've done a great job yeah. with that. Thank you. But yeah, that's all I've really... And the emotional stuff, that's important, too. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, primarily... I mean, you, were, you were like a, a grandfather when you joined us, so did yeah, you have exactly. to grow up? Yeah. You were literally grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think I think mostly what I've learned is that, uh, you know, how to talk to my great-great-grandkids uh, <laughs> uh, about, about what I do. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, there's also the fact that, um, I mean discovering how quickly you get used to having a train go like 30 feet <laughs> past your head every 30 or so seconds uh that's that was that amazed me um but in the end i think the one thing that, that that's sort of changed for me uh in in how i sort of deal with fandible and deal with with all of this and the thing that that's sort of stuck with me every time it happens is is the interactions with the fans it's it's Whenever, like, we've gotten an email from, from a fan gushing, not necessarily going like, oh, you guys are, are so great, or you guys sound good. Like, they, they, it's not when they talk about, like, whether we're funny, or whether we sound good, or, or whether the game was good. It's when they talk, and, and we've had several of these, when they talk about, like, 
that listening to us, listening to our stories has made a difference mm -hmm. for them. Th those moments, and when you know, we, and we, 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 we even met with a, with a fan at a con, um, who, who told us, you know, a, a personal story about how, how, how much listening to us helps him, uh, during his day to day job and just, just keeps him going. Um, in those moments, when, when I hear from people that, that I don't know, I've never met, I may well never meet, um, and yet they reach out and they say that what we're doing, makes a difference in their day-to-day -day life. And, and I, it, it, every time it happens, I kind of have to step back and go like, we're literally just sitting around a table making dick jokes uh, for like hours on end. Or at least I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, uh, but seeing that, that what we're doing, that the, the top, some of the topics we're addressing, even though again, we're, we're primarily I almost consider us more a comedy podcast than, than a role playing podcast mm -hmm. someday, sometimes. Um, but, but we're still in many of our games, we're addressing real issues. Uh, you know, and, and, and some of our Billyverse games, some of the games that Angela has run, uh, some of the games that David and Jesus has run, uh, definitely none of mine. Uh, <laughs> we've, you know, we, we've addressed some, some pretty heavy topics and, uh, and, and we've been more successful in some than in others, but I think, Overall, we've got a pretty good track record of, of addressing some, some interesting and serious topics fairly well while still making it entertaining, while still making it fun for people to listen to. And, and it's just, yeah, every time somebody reaches out and says, like, yeah, what you guys do helps. What you guys do makes a difference to me. Not, it's not just entertaining or it's not just fun to listen to or funny or, 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 or interesting or a good story, mm -hmm. but actually makes a difference. Yeah, that that's I think what what's what's made the biggest difference for me over the past seven years. And 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 to everyone listening, thank you, thank you yeah, for yes. for listening, thank you for being coming along. And 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 uh, yeah, we so far uh, seventh year doesn't seem to be our last. We'll keep this going so long as it's uh, as it's still good for everyone else. Well, it's not the end of the twenty third yet. Who knows what the end of the world? Planet. Yeah, we've yeah, we we still got it. We still got a good four hours before the end of the world yeah. at most. Get hit by a ghost planet. <laughs> um, so we we've talked, uh, you know, about our individual things, but uh, Angela and Billy, you actually touched on uh, the fact that you do the solo shot now, which is an offshot of Fandible. Now, I think the solo shot is more deserving, um, if you will, and, and and I could get some blowback from this, but I think the solo shot is more deserving of the shot. Uh, like name than the than the the long shot because the long shot was still all of us doing the thing that we do mm -hmm. that we make work. The solo shot was literally you two going off on your own and seeing if you can make the same model work. And you've got the technical equipment and the know-how, but it's a completely different beast when you have fewer so people. Different. Just like. Fanable Rebel Radio oh, <laughs> is a completely different beast because yep. we have... I'm surprised you can remember enough from those recordings to make that statement. We get emails. <laughs> <laughs> Reminding you of what you did. Like, are you guys emailing yourselves? Okay, guys. Oh, it's not the emails. Those are cops sending you warrants. <laughs> why we that... didn't say who we got the emails from, all right? Why are, they, why are the headers just saying shame over and over again? <laughs> Talk to your priest or rabbi <laughs> about Fanable Rebel Radio. No, but so we also learned... Uh, for Rubble Radio, that it's a completely different beast. 
And uh, because now we have two different off shots, and we're all, the five of us together are fanable. We have two different off shots. We have the solo shot, and we have the Rebel Radio podcast. Um, what, uh, what do you think is different now that we have those two things? Like, what about splitting, what, what about messing with the formula? Splitting the party, one might say. Oh, shit! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Splitting the party, <laughs> fuck me. That's awesome. Can we have another? Podcast? Oh my god, we need we need a T-shirt that says "Splitting the, the party, party" in solo shot and then Rebel Radio on the other oh, side. Oh, dude, high five! Bring it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, Sam, get on that. Sam, wow, that that landed hard. Yeah. Um, so, but now that we have two different um, off shots, in addition to like the the actual unified uh, Voltron that is Fanable, like what is what is different about uh, about that? Like, is there anything that like when you guys inter interacted as just you two? Was there anything that came racing up to you uh, to face you? You're like, oh shit, I did not expect this. Oof. I think it really. If we had learned, if if we had heard, <laughs> if we had listened back to ourselves on any other program, any other show, we probably would have eventually realized. That we do say, um, uh, a lot more than we thought we actually do. The fact that it was just me and Angela, and we both were kind of, she'd storytell, and then sometimes I would storytell. We were always constantly talking just the two of us for long periods of time that we realized that, wow, we really do have some vocal stuff that we need to work on. That's the big thing that we learned. But another big thing was just how long it took to edit. And not only that, how much dedication it took to put sound effects and changing voices. I don't know if you guys listened to the last one, but we had like stormtroopers talking and we had like an Athorian that we had to up the echo because apparently Athorians have two throats that they talk out of. And it's awesome, by the way. You should listen to it. You absolutely should listen to it. It just shows us, you know, how much work goes into it, which... You know, Jesus does a lot. Yeah. Wow. That's all I have to say, because I never felt that this was a job until Solo shot, really, because I needed to get stuff done by Thursday. And there were plenty of times early on where it was Thursday at 12 a.m., <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, I'm almost done. That was the first three years of fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. And... There are times when I want to take shortcuts saying, like, nope, this is not going to have any sound effects. But, you know, it's 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 a baby of ours. And I I love it. It's I highly recommend at some point everybody in Fandible take over some sort of editing duty, honestly, because you really get the you really can shows you what you what you want out of it, out of the show. And everybody has their own kind of style. And I bet if you listen to all our solo shot, you would tell which ones were edited by Angela, which one were by me. It just kind of showed me what we could really accomplish if we just took some of the weight off Jesus' shoulders. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I learned. Just, it's difficult. It's hard. It's a job. Jesus has done a hell of a job for seven years doing editing. And thank you. And some of the vocal stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh. One of the things that we've learned, and it has been extremely rewarding for me, so I, I think Billy talked a lot about the, the, the 
tough, the, the lessons that we've learned, things that we've had to overcome. But one thing, and I talked about this a little bit in the mini GTRT we did after the last episode of the long shot or solo shot, so I won't beat a dead horse too much, but it's how rewarding it can be to really dive into a character's story and make sure you are creating a really uh, impactful experience for that character and that player. Every GM who, all of us have done this for our longer running campaigns, we've all talked to each other, hey, where do you see your character going? What are some things you want your character to do? But when you're balancing four characters' stories, not everybody is going to get those moments, or it's going to be a couple of sessions between. And and I, I totally understand that as a player, as a GM. Do not begrudge when at all when one of my characters takes the back seat for a couple of sessions, because I trust all of you that... There will be a session upcoming where I will get my spotlight moment back. When it's just me and Billy, and he is the only PC, that means that we were sitting down constantly, and I was constantly asking him, first of all, does this make sense with Star Wars lore? And then, does this make sense for your character? So we've been asked, you know, how much of the so- of the solo shot was scripted? We did not script any of it, but when you have only one person's goals to keep in mind... Yeah, if it's, we, we, Billy knew where a lot of the emotional beats were going to be at any given time because we had discussed it so much in advance. At this point in the recording, we took a slight intermission. Now returning to a conversation already in progress. Dr. Israel marrying the sister, though. No. Ah. Oh, oh. oh, wow. There's a lot of anger around the oh. table. Catherine, no. no. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm, what, I'm honestly... Have enough adventure? Really? The I'm honestly... Like, uh, Pretty sure the doctor's asexual, really. Oh, 100. Oh, yeah. He's removed he's, everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have it in a jar somewhere, just in case I decide to get back in the, it's the, the It's the prototype tentacle. Uh, yeah, no. There you go. Okay, so what were you saying? Jesus Christ. Give me a second. Damn it. Me. What? 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 What's the question? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about the solo shot. Yep. Ah, right, Federal Roll Radio, yes, which yes. explains why we're talking yes. about tentacle dicks. All right, let's go yeah. to it. All, All right, right, so so yeah, uh, so with uh, Fanable Rebel Radio, the solo shot... Um, uh, I feel like they, Rebel Radio is the complete conceptual it, opposite yes, of because the solo shot. With the solo shot, you had a clear path. You had a clear plan. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were drunk. Yep. <laughs> we had no... I know. <laughs> no, it is literally like how you uh, how you drunk dial an X. <laughs> we were drunk and alone and bored. Yep. Yeah, but it is a perfect example of the type of games where I run where basically I have... like I joke about having no plans in my other games. In this game, we had a sheet. We would be appalled if you did. <laughs> yeah. We had a, a sheet with a piece of paper we rolled randomly. Yep. And I think from what I remember, we played a game. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, and we... Rip- we replicated that experience at least six to eight times so yes. far. I was there once. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, you were. I got really drunk and really mean. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which game was that? Was the AJ Sigmar one? Was it? AJ Sigmar. Oh right, yeah. yes. Yeah. We got we, we got done playing Property Brothers or <laughs> oh, Home right. Yes. And then you sat us down and you got really complicated and I said some really. Uh, weird shit, and me and Hayes, David kept on laughing at each other's yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't remember what we laughed at, but I remember it was making Angela mad. <laughs> I, I just, but then you also, you also did the Rebel Radio uh, for the, um, 
the witch is dead game. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, yes, that was dead. fun. That was, that, was, fun. that was pretty fun, yeah. And there was no drinking in that one. There wasn't. Yeah, because... oddly enough. But next time we do it, I will drink with you guys. I, <laughs> I do not oh. drink. I will For never drink. For the last time, but... man, I'm sorry, but I think you have an allergy. I'm not joking. I'm not fucking with you. I think, like, we've, like, yeah, I used, I, I'll admit, I'm the drinker of Fanable. I, I think 100%. we should have a Fanable drinking game of some sort. I made I mean, one, and it was set out to kill everybody. Yeah. No, for like, it was like, yeah, for like, but we should play that guy's game, whatever his name is. Grant Howard. Grant like, just grab a game, play it, and then like, you know, if you bought a roll, take a, take a swig. Oh, and I, I, I want to live. <laughs> yeah. And it was, this is not about me, this is about you guys. Go, Rebel so, Radio. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so we'll get back to that, we'll get back to that. Um, so, with Fanable Rebel Radio, uh, uh my, my feble, my feble rebels, um, so. Feble Rebel Rebel. So what's different with what we do, aside from the absolute obvious? Like, what necessitated, not necessitated, what made us think we can get away with it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mostly a mom and dad weren't home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the original thing was, I don't think there was anything special about it, because it's Phantom Rubber It was just like, well, uh, Billy and Angela aren't here. Do you, want, you guys want to run again? Sure. Want to get some alcohol? Sure. Sure. Uh, you want to do it with one sheet because we're going to be drunk. You want to get sure. an audio drop from Fiverr? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember Angela was like, because Angela was the one that suggested the rule of like no drinking. And I yep. don't think we ever like fought her on it, but that's, yep. you guys decided to get drunk because Angela wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mom wasn't home, so. <laughs> yeah, no, and the thing is, and the thing is, when it comes to going back to media training, that's a solid, that's a solid rule that I actually, hypocr- uh, just in wallowing in hypocrisy, I uh, adore, which is like, yes. don't drink on the mic. Yes. And and that is because if you get comfortable with drinking on the mic before you're comfortable with knowing your sober voice, then you're not going to be able to discern the two. That's the problem. Yeah. I know when I'm doing Fanable Rebel Radio that it's a contrast to what I'm usually like. And because of that contrast, I can know when I've gone too far. Yeah, I will say this. Rebel Radio is fun to do, but it's not something to do every single time. It's something to do once every couple of months. And even then, I'm pretty sure we've buried a bunch of copy, uh, a mm. bunch of audio. Let's like, just say there's a lot of editing when I do Final Yeah, Radio. as well there fucking should oh, be. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and, God. and so I think I think a beneficial thing about Fanable Rebel Radio is the fact that... I, I, okay, I'll only speak for myself. I love Fanable. But when we started getting a little grown up... Fanable Rebel Radio was my response. <laughs> was like, I want to, I think there is some validity and humor and fun in still not <laughs> taking us too seriously. And like beyond the blogs and like, you know, I'm still like blogging and we're still doing, handing out cards and going to cons and like, I'm still calling Angela boss because if we ever make money enough, she will be. Um, <laughs> then like, yeah, I, I, I totally want that and I respect that. But Fanable Rebel Radio is basically the after party for every corporate gig. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like getting it's like going out after work with your friends and just like all still talking about work but in a funny way. And I think that's the great thing about Fan Rebel Radio. It's it, it, it is its own it itself is its own trigger warning of <laughs> if you're gonna to listen to this, you are going to hear weird shit, weird drunken rambles if you're not into that kind of stuff. It will be offensive to who we don't know yet. <laughs> uh, we're not sure who right, we offended. Right-minded think- yeah. thinking people. Yeah. It's everywhere. basically going into like it, it is kind of like the insult, like going into an insult comics place oh, and then getting yeah. angry at like being insulted. It's like, yeah. You were in a place that clearly is the ins- it is the insult comic of Fandible. Yep. I like that. You go in there and you expect to be offended at some point, 
And yeah. yes, be careful what you guys say. Yeah. But we we glad you we glad you have a place where you could just be unabashedly asshole. Yes. Yeah. And, Sorry. I mean, uh, the main thing I, I learned from Fenable Rebel Radio is how nice it is to get uh, stinking drunk and, and not have to go anywhere because they're often recorded at my place. Uh, that's that's just really freaking awesome. Um, but no, I'm I'm totally with David in the sense that yeah, as 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 Fenable has grown, we've definitely gotten uh, you know we're taking it a little bit more seriously as we go, uh, which is great actually. It's 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 and great it, prize better stories exactly. Yeah. No, o- overall Fandible has definitely grown up and in 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 a lot of good ways, and we've still got a lot of room to go. Uh, but but you know we are we are definitely not the same podcast we were seven years ago. Um, but the Rebel Radio shows uh, allow us to sort of get that that that. They're kind of like a steam release valve, you know. It basically yeah. the 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 fact that the fact that we do get to kind of just be drunk and stupid and and silly and and sort of uh, uh, if if I can if I can compare us to a far superior product, uh, kind of Rick and Morty ish uh, about you know uh, about it. Uh, but you know, it it kind of it allows us to to take the rest of the podcast a little bit more seriously because we we got, kind of got that out of our systems. We 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 had that 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 stupid thing that would never fly on the main podcast, but but deep inside we are uh, deeply immature people, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we wanted to do it anyway. Well, there we go, we did it, we got it out of the way, and then when when we come back and and do the the main Fandible show, yeah, it kind of allows us to to. Not necessarily be assholes during that because we got all our asshole out yeah. Uh, yeah, over there. Something we can compare. Wow. That was going to say. Oh, it's something we can compare it to. I mean, like it's it it is the purge of fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh god, for, that for the next so twelve perfect. hours, everything is legal. <laughs> So, oh. but but no, it really does like so much editing. like playing playing uh, those idiot characters from the strain. Yeah, allows me to best. actually like think about it. Mm-hmm. Who is more of a straight character than Tagos? Mm-hmm. No one. He's constantly sure. I joke out of character, but in character, he's almost all irony and like dry humor. You're griefers. You guys get this is more like you're, mm-hmm. you're offensive in, in Rebel Radio sometimes. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. But the thing you mostly do is you don't care if you destroy a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. like at one point like <laughs> right. you walked. Remember, I remember at one point like I was listening to it and you were drunk, so I don't know what made sense. You walked in and Jesus like had the queen oh, no! and she was thanking you and hey, David's like fuck this, too much talking and you pulled a grenade. Yes. If you did that, in, I'm sorry. If you did that in the long shot, I would be so disappointed. But the Rebel Radio just lets you break. Oh my God! Real people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You just you play a game. No just yeah, you play a game just to ruin it almost, yeah, and it's yeah, beautiful yeah. and it's and funny. It, it worked because. I intentionally open it up to do whatever you yeah, want in yeah. those type of games. You guys, so it's not that it's just offensive. It is offensive, but not <laughs> as bad as like some. It's not like you guys are just yeah, being it's awful. The, it's the fucking except mod- for one. But <laughs> why uh, does he keep looking yeah, at me every time? Yeah. But you guys mostly you grief, and it's that immature griefiness of hey guys, won't be funny if my dick son leaves out uh, while talking to this rhinoceros monster. We're, we're like grade schoolers playing D and D. Exactly. You know what I just realized? The of it. That's what I kind of just finally realized. What like why you like it so much? You get to be griefers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get we get to show disrespect to the thing that gives us a lot of joy. Yeah. We get to thumb our nose at the thing that we, it, you know, every other day of the 
of the year, we we cherish and want to grow and we want it to get better and we talk and we want the community to 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 become more understanding and robust. But Fanable Rebel Radio is us uh, is you know what's interesting? It's kind of a weird Star Wars dichotomy. Like you guys are the light side. You guys take yourself very you, – you, you put a lot of work into the product. You put uh, a, a more production into it. You focus on the things that will make it the best product possible, and you're very controlled, and you're very uh, methodic in the way that you do it because you have a higher calling. We are, if, if you will, the fart side. Yes, on the light side, we are the fart side. That is actually the perfect description. Who said it was like, I think it was Warren that said, so if they're Rebel Radio, does the solo shot become the Imperial Radio? Imperial Radio. Oh, yeah, the drop person never got back to me, by the way. So I actually put $5 out to get you a drop. I'll get you a drop if you'll accept it. We totally, absolutely would for season two. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I'm glad that. So, so yeah, the, those two things we've learned different things. I, uh, for for Fanable Rebel Radio, we learned that it's important to have a release valve, but also yeah. like you know what, some also I'll sometimes pass. some shit like you know what, ditch it. Yeah. Like if it's too much, yeah. if if it's literally just you and your friends hanging out, and it's not radio quality, or if it's just stuff that like shouldn't leave your basement or whatever, like. That's fine. You don't always have to involve a mic. Actually, sometimes it's fine to just be people hanging out and role playing. That's fine. I will say this because you reminded me of that cold grenade roll kind of thing. <laughs> Ever since that situation, we stopped drinking as much. That's because true. I, th- I think we, we essentially reached the point where it's like, okay, we like we took it far, but we t- maybe took it too far for that particular episode. Yeah. So ever since then, we decided to just bring it back where we're basically we're conscious while drinking. Yeah. And while playing the role, those particular. Films. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I'm, I will say when um, <laughs> uh, there there have been a couple of times where you guys have said I don't remember that game, uh-huh. and I have turned to Billy after you guys have left and be like, "Do we need to have a talk <laughs> with our friends?" Yeah. No. We because we've that him. seems bad. <laughs> we, we've gotten better. We definitely yes. don't drink as much. We're we actually care a little bit more about the sound quality yes, now. Yes. Like, we bring better equipment a lot of the time when we do them. Um, We've had dialogue about character arcs for that game. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, honestly, uh, uh, Harold and Callisto uh, are, are, I mean... I think we had uh, one listener on Twitter uh, basically mention that, yeah, that, that that is the meta universe for all of Fandible, uh, <laughs> the, the, the strange. Yep. Um, but but also like, yeah, no, I mean it it's it's it it, it started off as that as that pure sort of uh, you know steam valve, yeah, yeah steam, you know drunken steam valve. Like I said before, now it's still a steam valve. It's still, but now now I think we we approach it more from a sense of like. These are the really sort of silly, stupid, uh, one-shot things that 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 might not be a, a fit for the whole group. Yes, I agree. Yeah, the, the things the things that really like, you know what? No, this this thing doesn't need the full fandable experience like us three and us and again you know like there's been times when billy's been a part of it uh you know like it doesn't have to necessarily be like just us three specifically but it's like no here, here's something that's silly and stupid and fun that we can do with just part of the crew and uh, and and that we do not in any way shape or form have to take seriously yes. we boom we, that's yeah. right Re- that's rebel radio now yeah. what i think about that is we focus so much on story, and there's always jokes. We're comedy. Right. But the story always comes first. With Fandible Rebel Radio, it seems to me the jokes outweigh the story. There's <laughs> right. always a story, but it's like Rick and Morty. 
Yeah. The, we would never play a game where at one point you just say, okay, we screwed up so badly, we need to change dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a it's horrible story writing. But it's amazing when it's just that. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It is so funny that Rick and Morty, and that just makes it so genius as well. That's what you guys do. You like yeah, we really it's Cronenberg really, it, shit yeah, up, yeah. right? It's a lot funnier just if we just did this horrible thing and that's how we solved this thing. Yeah. Done. Yeah. It's like, oh, so I remember we were playing like the, the Witch is Dead or whatever it was yes. called. Uh, I asked Jesus, is like, so what's the role if I wanted to do this kind of thing? And you're like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember you just struggling. You're like, I don't care. You just do it. Because I was like, can I summon like a turkey, like a live turkey in his throat? Like, what would I need to roll? And you're like, no, you just do it. <laughs> and it rips out his face. And it's like, okay. Is it, oh yeah, my rules. Is it funny? Good. Good. Yeah. No, that, that's what I love about Rebel Radio. Yeah. That you guys got away from the drunken offensiveness and you just took it more towards, I want to make really funny jokes, story be damned. Yeah. 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 We still drink during that. that oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just we're no not, longer unconsciously drunk. Exactly. It's not necessarily like... like the idea of like you guys, what, like propping me up like a, like a marionette. <laughs> <laughs> just punch him in the stomach and air will go through his lungs and he'll just say dick. Like weekend at Murray's. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But, but I will say we, we definitely remember our games much more often yes, now. Yes. So. Yes, but I, yeah, I think that that one game where you basically got we all don't remember what happened that strange episode. Like maybe we should just go, chill out. Yeah, chill imagine out a little you just bit. had sex with each other. Okay. <laughs> yeah, guys, this is yep. God damn, that explains so much. <laughs> I mean, this so is staying on my couch and spin there so for it, a while. It wasn't. Oh, okay. a, it wasn't a dream. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so. So this is probably the most important thing that we're going to talk about here uh, for this uh, seventh uh, year anniversary GTRT. Um, what advice? Now, think about this. What advice do you have for new podcasters? Don't get blackout drunk. Yes. That was fast. <laughs> <laughs> and not my answer. <laughs> Remember for your... Well, okay. Serious for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember uh, that you are... you. Originally started as a role playing podcast, but ultimately you are a story and or comedy podcast. So edit your vi- your audio to make it a, a story and or audio comedy. I mean, it's great to put in uh, as you get to the floor. It's great to put in uh, the rolls of the dice and people discussing the rules. But ultimately, it's about the story, about pe- people wanting to listen to what's going on in the story with your characters, especially if you're interesting characters. Well, solo shot. I yes. cut out so much about the rolling and the pausing and the, oh, let's go to the book because it's not interesting. Especially mm-hmm. when you're like, okay, you're facing off with Darth Vader. He raises, okay, so what is he doing? <laughs> what is this armor class? And you're just like, what the hell happened? Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Exactly. And it's not necessarily a comedy podcast, though, if you're if you're a dramatic role-playing yeah. podcast. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's a story podcast. I said story and or. Okay, fair comedy. enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, yeah, I would, I mean, my, myself, I would say... Um, Get used to the distance between the mic, honestly. That, that is, like, one of the weirdest things. But, like, when you do – so before every recording – this is a very technical, nerdy part. Before every recording, we do uh, a sound test. And that is where we pick a uh, – we, we pick a sentence like, my name is Bob – my name is Dave. This is the sound of my voice. And pick a sentence that kind of goes through the the paces of your voice. So, like – Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Like, that will, that will be captured on the mic, and then everybody goes around, and then you take a look at whatever audio program you're using, take a look at the levels, and then listen to it on headphones, listen to it on the speaker, because you're going to get bad audio. You are. 
you're going to get bad audio. And, and, and that's where the editing program comes in. But when everybody is comfortable with what distance that they should be from the mic for their volume level. So, so all of us speak at different volumes naturally and have different uh, cadence and, and tones naturally that pick, uh, pick up on the mic in different ways. Once you kind of get through that, you can really start engaging in a lot of other stuff in the role playing in the podcast without being worried about that. And that has been amazingly relieving for me. Uh, and, and sometimes we'll still get bad audio, but I'll know that oh, fucking I did everything that uh, that I could have in front of the mic in order to be comfortable with 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 the game itself, with with the recording itself. Um, so yeah, I mean my 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 biggest thing is like learn to learn to be comfortable with the mic and where you should be in regards to the microphone. Yeah, for me, I think you know, so. So for new podcasters, you know, you're, you're starting out. Podcasting, especially when you're starting out, you're screaming into the void. You you yeah. are it's this empty room that you're just putting sound out into. Uh, the funny thing about it is that scream long enough into the void, and the void starts screaming back. <laughs> basically, uh, you know, that's it's, how Twitter began. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it, but it, what that what, what I'm trying to say there is basically persistence. Mm-hmm. You know, persistence pays off. You know, podcasting. Unless, unless you were lucky enough to get a huge boost from somebody else, or you're coming from an already established podcast, like for example, if I decided to spin off on my own podcast, I'm sure I'd have at least three listeners a week. Uh, but at least four. Come on, maybe, maybe, maybe four. Sam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn. Uh, Who? Damn. 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 Oh, Damn. You have to yeah. translate into the original Damn. Oh. <laughs> Nordic. Term. Um, but you know. Normally, yeah, you're starting out, yeah, you're you're gonna get few downloads, you're gonna get no feedback. It's gonna take time. It took time for us. We didn't we didn't get you know a lot of feedback and a lot of downloads for a good long while. Persistence, persistence pays off, and not just in terms of eventually getting an audience, but also in terms of you getting better as a podcaster because you will suck. We sucked. Occasionally, we still suck. Yeah. Fanable Rebel Radio, we're proud of how much we suck. We, we, it's a selling point. Um, but, you know, it, but the more you do it, the more you keep at it, as with almost anything else, you're going to get better. You're going to get better and that void is going to start screaming back. And, and no matter what your therapist tells you, that's great. <laughs> so, so yeah, just persistence. And Keep on that, at it. that note, I'd also add, uh, not only will it take a while to get feedback, but every once in a while, feedback dries up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, even, I've even, noticed, oh I've God, noticed yeah. that summer is bad for comments mm-hmm. and about like July, mid August, uh, Billy and I start going like, is anyone, is anyone still listening? Like, <laughs> Jesus, is there a problem with the feed? Because like, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's talking yeah. about us anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then September was huge. Yep. And I, I do think part of that was we had the end of season two of the long shot, end of season two of the solo shot, but even just regular episodes, there was definitely an uptick in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people take summer vacation from listening or at least commenting on yes. podcasts. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, my thing would be just know, know the person you want the people to think you are. And part of me would say, you know, be your best person online. But I know some people, when they record, don't want to be that. They want to be the opposite. They want to be the nastiest person. And that's fine. Whatever. You know, we all we need the Howard Stearns out there. We need uh, the David Donnellys. The David Donnellys. We we need all these people. So it's fine. But just know that whatever you produce out there, that's how you're going to seem as a human. So if you're mean and sarcastic, you're going to come off as that is what you are 100%. 
So for me, it's just when you're speaking, know who you want to be and assume that it's not anybody's fault if they don't know the real you so you can't judge me. It's bullshit. Everybody will always judge you by what you say or what you write or how you sound. So if you worry about that, put your best voice forward. Ooh, and nice. and hopefully uh, and hopefully that will just be the thing that uh, hopefully people will like it. That's what I would say. So yeah, if you want to be sarcastic, be sarcastic, but that's how you always be viewed. If you want to be nice, just be nice. Yeah, when, when you're dealing with others, there's no such thing as the real you is the thing that's hidden deep inside but that yeah. you show nobody else. No, the real you is the you that you show other people. Mm -hmm. That is the real you because that is what they see. And, that is yeah. the real you. And period. podcast, this, yeah, and for podcast, yeah. doubly, yeah. your voice is you. Yeah. yeah, aspire to be like the the podcast you listen to. Yes, that that is something that I would absolutely, uh, I would absolutely encourage. I I maintain my voice and my cadence around, and also the way that I do these these uh, GTRTs around the podcast that I like to listen to, based on the comedians and the interviewers that I really enjoy listening to. That keep me riveted. Uh, to your point, Billy. Put your best voice forward or put your best foot in your mouth <laughs> because eventually you're going to need to know, hey, kids, know when to shut up. And that's really important. We've been going around answering these questions. And when I started this GTRT, I was we, – we talked over each other a lot. And knowing when to have dead air, knowing when to simply let a question linger, knowing when simply – to put a joke to bed. No, that's not just no, to like no, to, I... to kill a to, to to kill a joke that's that's run its course. But simply, you will eventually get to know when is the best time to introduce something, a joke or a sting or or, or a narrative uh, dramatic hook. And sometimes it is just to say not now and stay quiet. And that's hard, and it's it's a difficult path to learn. But once you do. That silence, that thing you don't say is going to feel like a victory because you know you will have helped your product in the long run. Uh, and for all you loudmouths out there like myself, it's going to be a long road. You will figure it out because the other person on the other microphone is just as funny and is just as offensive or narratively capable as you are. Just like all the jokes that we edit out from Angela. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've got things to say about that, but I won't because... I know, and to shut up. But I'd say my <laughs> advice would be plan ahead. And that's not always easy. But this applies, I think, to both sides of doing specifically an actual play podcast. All of us have come to the table as GMs with no fucking clue what we're going to say as Some soon as the mic others. goes hot. I was not looking at anybody. I was refusing to make eye that's contact. That's all right. The rest of us that. were looking at Jesus. That's really fair. And there are times where we have all come with tons of notes, and sometimes we've shown up with way too many notes. I am drowning in notes for every episode of the solo shot. It's just so much to do with that system. Um, but so, I, but I do think we all recognize that the story tends to be better when we show up with notes. 
but on the the technical side for planning ahead, Billy was saying this with editing the solo shot of staying up really late on uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning to get things edited. Uh, we've all run into it with the blog where I start instituting deadlines. It's like, guys, if you want these things edited, they need to be in by a certain time because I can't drop everything on a work day to edit things. So it's just, this is it's really hard. I, Jesus has said that there's three years of fandable where things were being done at the last minute, but I think we can all agree that those of us who have done editing, it feels so much better when you've got a cushion. Yeah, God. Yeah. Yes. Where it's like we've got a, a really nice buffer of of backlog episodes. So Jesus, I'm sure there are weekends or weeks where you're just like, I don't want to listen to the sound of my own goddamn voice. I probably don't do any editing that week, and we have enough of a buffer that that's yeah. okay. We can take a break. You can take a break from recording. We can take a break from playing. Uh, so planning ahead, super important, super difficult to learn, but you will in many ways relax more for having done the prep work ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, I got to say, um, uh, prep work for games, I personally don't, I feel naked if I don't show up with notes, um, and for those of you that do show up with notes, for instance, today, Dan, you you had us just absolutely, like, littered in paper, but it was, it, we played for, like, an hour and a half, but it was consistent. I think Jesus is going to have to edit maybe five minutes of that role yes. playing because we had every question answered when we hit the ground, mm-hmm. um, and, and so, yeah, preparation is super useful. Much like, I mean, if you run a role-playing game, you know this. It sucks to make notes. It sucks to plan ahead. It's, it's, it's work. But when you're doing a podcast, it's you get twice as much out of it than you do if you were just doing a role-playing game. And speaking of getting things out of this, fandable, friendables. 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 Pervy Kobold's listening. Fans around the world. I want to know what... Fandible's aspirations for the future are. Ooh. We've made it seven years. You've made it six. <laughs> um, and one year of dark times. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you aspire to in the next seven years? I'm just getting this out here real quickly. Where do you see yourself in five years, Billy? I just want to say this first. I know we've been joking around about uh, David being here six years over seven. Mm-hmm. I just want people to know the truth of how I feel about that. Is Are you I, leaving me? <laughs> I, I long suspected. God damn it. I knew this would happen. Yeah. I knew it. We had one year of I practice. I want to be the best man. We had one year of practice. Aww. Before we, we became fandible. Okay. Aww. David, you seriously, um, I think we were great beforehand. We were good beforehand. You've made us great and you've made us fandible. Yes. I mean, we've all have, but you were the final piece that we were missing and become fandible. When you when I invited you, David, to the group, I I had no doubt you would become an integral member. So I know we joke around that you've only been here for six years, but um, it, this we, is that, how yeah. we show love. Yeah, yeah. but course. just so you know, it's just you are integral. Yeah, and if you hadn't come, we wouldn't still be playing. Every every family needs a redheaded stepchild, <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's what you'll always that. be. Yeah. I will never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and so, again, yeah. again, one more time. When you and Billy are married, I want to be the best man yeah. in that wedding. Well, you're going to have to work it out with the other best man there. Uh, both of you have the same last name. So why don't you get on the other's shoulders and put on a trench coat? Good plan. We have a giant best man. <laughs> I claim top. God damn it. <laughs> Not the first time. <laughs> 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 
great that's like after that's the conversation you had after drunken the question you're asking us, so were you asking us like what's our aspirations yeah aspirations for fanable I would like more products like the the solo shot or like rebel radio I think that We've uh, experimented in varying levels of soberness, uh, experimenting with varying levels of, of planning ahead, we, uh, also including the long shot into this. Um, but I think it would be really interesting to see different ways that the party can split, to continue that metaphor, mm-hmm. and see what different combinations come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we've seen this even in uh, on large scale, just how some of our, our various characters have paired up like um i david and i sometimes role play very similarly sometimes we're very opposite so i wouldn't always think that we'd make a good pairing but then you put tagos and moral together and it's some amazing stuff has come out of that so i think it'd be really interesting to see how billy and i are an obvious choice to do a two-person podcast because guess what we share a a apartment what (laughs) surprise um but i think that it'd be you know as, as technology is getting better every year for gaming online, it'd be really interesting to see what smaller groups of Fandible put out there and how does the story change with different combinations. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I say, I, we say this every year. We want to do more things. Um, but I think... Yes, the, those video lights we mentioned <laughs> yeah. so long ago. I would say this. How long have we had those? Like, what, two four years? years? Two, two years. years. Wow. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> We've we got them wor- right yeah. before the long shot. We've all been right. working hard to try to provide, but, you know, it's, it's hard. We all have jobs. Um, mm. Or we we could be doing getting jobs to pay for other things or doing, like, side work and stuff like that. The reason we're well able to do, like, the long shot and the solo shot is just because we've gotten increased revenue um, from Patreon. Without that, we could not afford all the books that we use. Without you guys, we couldn't just put the time forward. So, you know, it's really nice that Patreon continues to grow. Not just because we like money. It's we, we can use that money to add new shows. So, you know, if we get more, uh, you know, and I'm not trying to get more money out of you. I'm just explaining why. It's like we could do an a weekly Rebel Radio where, you know, it's more like Rick and Morty where, you you know, it's a crazy joke before story telling it's just i want to keep on uh, keep on doing more and i don't know how much we can do more but you guys have been really helpful in making that possible we would not have had the solo shot at all without patreon at all you guys paid for the books you paid for the time it took because it is you know, just playing it, it's like four hours, but then it's the editing, which literally takes four, like 12 hours at least. Four yeah. hours to edit it all up, four yeah. hours to go back and fix it, four hours to do this. It takes time, and that, and time is money, and you guys give us enough, enough incentive. I'm trying not to sound like a money route here. So thank you for letting, for allowing for the solo shot and the long shot to be done. It's your money that has made that possible. So you guys are awesome. What I hope for the future for us, I really want to do more scripts and more. Here's my goal. I would love for us to be able to one day just make a radio drama. No role playing. I'm sorry. No rolling. Mm-hmm. No anything. Just us to have enough money to like buy the, the rent a studio with 
you know, whatever we need. Without a train outside the window? With, yeah, without a train outside the window. And nothing nothing too much, too, like a room. Yeah, like right? a room. Yeah. Rent a room. So us, we can do just a like a, a night veil, like welcome to night veil. Yeah. You know, night veil, as they say, it's like, you know, you guys are the reason we were able to expand. And you guys are the reason we were able to expand. But I, one day I want to be just legit have to say... Okay, Monday nights, I meet up with the writing group, Jesus, Daniel, Angela, David, and we write our next episode of, I don't know, whatever radio drama we're talking about. And it's just us performing, because I love performing, I love telling stories. Role-playing's great, but, you know, what I learned from the solo shot is I don't really need it to tell a great story and have a good time. And I think that's kind of my goal eventually. I want to do a radio drama, legit, with Fandible. With mm. all of us. And like I said, that just takes time, money, effort. Um, and hopefully, I think I think we're going to do that probably, hopefully next year or maybe next. You guys have been amazing listeners who support us. And we just want to keep on putting that money to good use. And, and, to, and to piggyback off of that, um, if, if Patreon could cover the cost of the regular liver transplants that it would require yeah you would get that weekly rebel radio so, so <laughs> listeners uh, uh so listeners make it happen yeah and to pay for the vodka as well yeah yeah, yeah. um i don't know for me uh it, uh, at my age, it becomes hard to think about seven years in the future. You are, uh, <laughs> you are blank years old. You're not that old. L- listen, you people keep making all these old jokes, uh, so I just have to head them off at the pass. Uh, so, but uh, I don't. I mean, it's yet yeah, seven years down the line. Oh wow! Uh, video. I want. I want to see video of other people, not me. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, seven years down the line, I want to see us, uh, basically become the Fandible Empire, if you will. Uh, in, in terms of, yeah, basically what, you know, same thing as, as Angela said, like, so much like Taco Bell has five ingredients that they keep recombining into, into different, uh, so-called different, uh, uh, new items. We at Fandible have our five ingredients that I would like to see recombined into all sorts of, of different offerings, all of which taste about the same anyway. Yes, please. I will be the shell and you guys can put your meat in. Yeah. <laughs> As for me, I want to create a world. <laughs> no, with, uh, with Billy, you were talking about creating radio drama. With me, I want to basically create either our own role-playing game, our own story, our own based off one of our worlds, either if, with what we've created with Arctic Capes or anything else, like our own like setting that people can play in. Mm-hmm. That's something I ultimately want to do with one of our particular games. That would be something interesting. Whether it be like a book we write or whether it be a role-playing game that other people can play in, like the universe of blank. That's ultimately what I would want to do ultimately in the next seven. Because I love creating these type of stories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, everything that you guys have said mirrors what I want. Uh, I definitely want to explore more of the formula of Fandible because I think that because we're friends and because we've been doing this for so long, we can we could just roll dice right now and, be, and just team up or just like apply random numbers to uh, to whatever the next couple of groups is going to be and just run with it. We can do that. Um, I, uh, I absolutely want to do more video. I do want to do more, more. I want to do video. That's the thing. <laughs> Any video. I want to do video. Um, I, I, I love writing scripts. Um, and, uh, 
uh, and things like that. And also, like, we've got the lights. Like, y'all have seen the videos that come out for 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 uh, gaming groups, and it's not to be not to be shitty about uh, all gaming groups. It's not true, but some are like it's a camera and a bunch of people, you know, and like. They get hits, like they get followers, and we want to expand our brand. And uh, listeners, if this sounds like ruthlessly capitalistic or whatever, remember that I'm the Shadowrun guy. <laughs> like that is my, that is genuinely my resting like mental place is brand expansion. And like I love you, I love our listeners, and I love reaching you on like a personal level and answering emails and like. Um, and we we joke about your name, but Sam, thank you so much for the amazing shirt that you gave us. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, we, we appreciate all of you. But with that said, I want to do things like I want to write commercials. You know, like we listen to, I listen to a shit ton of podcasts and they have very basic, non-intrusive commercials that help them fund their podcast. I would like to take my hand at that. I think we should just do commercials for stuff we like. Like, yeah, yeah Cheetos is not going to pay us money, but I wouldn't mind occasionally us just to just test it out to see what people no, think. I'm not showing for shit unless they pay me. Yeah. Huh. I wouldn't mind just yeah. doing it for stuff we like. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, and I, I understand. Shell out. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I would like, because what we're talking about. So, so my, my, my part is two, threefold videos. And the second part is, um, the second part is, uh, advertisements or, or, or commercials. Cause I really like commercials. I haven't watched TV in so long. I watched TV for the first time in years, a couple of weeks ago, and I was enamored by the commercials. Um, uh, and you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and they have commercials for like Casper and shit. And it's kind of the cute nature of the, of the podcast, you know, it's like, okay, here's the copy of the company. How are you going to make it yours? Because we all know that this is like, like you need to sell this product. But I kind of like that. I like that, yeah. like, kind of hominess to it. And just so uh, people know, we're not talking about a commercial every 10 minutes. If anything, it no, would no, be no, no. maybe one or two commercial per... Oh, yeah. yeah. Beginning and end. Yeah. Beginning and end. Maybe... And I'm going to write them whether or not we get money. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a, only so, mon- so much that I can uh, listen to other podcasts, have their, uh, you know, cute little blue apron commercial in the front mm-hmm. and be like, I bet I can write it better. Huh. Um, but all of that is 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 going up to my third part, which I really aspire to, and that is Fandible to travel more. Yes. You know, the idea that we can actually call ourselves part-time professional or semi-professional make-believers or semi-professional nerds absolutely resonates with me. And, 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 and I want to be able to say that to the degree where I can say, like, yeah, we, you know, we, we support the podcast and partially our travel and ourselves off of doing this. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to get that big. Yeah. Um, so and, someday even traveling beyond New Jersey. Exactly. Right now, I mean, like, but as it stands, uh, like uh, Essex Town or whatever the fuck that place is. Morristown? It, the, the Morristown. Lovely, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah, love Morristown. Uh, yeah, uh, I believe that Dan and I uh, agreed that it was uh, settled by a man who was just trying to spite his wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 old Mr. Morris. Um, <laughs> Does he have a dope dog? Yes, the dope dopest dog. dog. <laughs> oh my god, that dog is so dope. Uh, but yeah, I would love to do. I would love to have Fanable be big enough so that we make videos and travel um, and like go to Gen Con, guys. We've been talking about Gen Con for about five years. Yeah. Dragon Con, five mm-hmm. years. We haven't gone beyond New Jersey. And listeners, look, well, I want to we'll make. We have been to like origins. Yeah, we've done origins, which is really big. Yeah, you we've guys done are. a catacon, which is getting bigger, and we'll be at a catacon as VIP guests starting on November 
something. 14th. 14th. Sorry if we got the wrong, but we'll, we'll post the right date. Yeah. But yeah. Same we're very excited. <laughs> we're very excited to be in Dayton, Ohio at the Akatacon game. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you guys have, I haven't gone there yet. Um, uh, I'm always, I'm always working, uh, when you guys are traveling. Uh, but yeah, no, listeners, if this sounds like it's, 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 David wants to make more money at this, um, you're not, I mean, the sentiment is, is not wrong. <laughs> um, everyone dreams of doing something that they love mo- from, from moment they wake up to moment they sleep and like supporting themselves. Um, I just want to, be able to travel and reach out more so that I can hopefully meet more people like us. Cause again, like I constantly struggle with this idea of like, are we really part of like a larger community and going to, uh, going to the few cons and stuff like that shows me it is true. I would love to see what it's like with Gen Con, Dragon Con. I want to do panels, man. I want more people to listen to me live. <laughs> I really, really want that. I want to do panels. I want to talk about uncomfortable topics on panels. I want to address stuff that can make us better. I want to like beat old hat into the ground with like Star Trek versus Star Wars versus, I don't know, that dude in the weird TARDIS. That guy. I don't know his <laughs> name. Um, it, it, I want that. I want to have more of my life be that and have it not be a drain on my life. I want it to be a focal point. So imagine if we could travel even further. Imagine if we could like, play D&D in Mumbai. Play, play uh, friggin', oh yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, and Holland set. Metropolis in London. Yeah, yeah. Holland Metropolis in London. Uh, uh, the Strange in Moscow. With, uh, yeah, Colton yeah, Colton yeah. yeah, we've we've talked a lot about money. Uh, because we live in a capitalist society for the foreseeable future. And plane tickets are expensive. Uh, so I, I want to say, <laughs> again, um, reiterating what Billy said, we uh, so appreciate the people that do already um, contribute to us on Patreon. Um, of course, we're always happy that Fandible is not a paid-for product, that Fandible will always be free uh, for anybody to listen to. So I want to say to anybody that isn't in a situation where they can so- help support us financially – uh, there's so much that you guys can still do to help us reach more listeners because I think just more listeners in general, that's what that's what we want at the end of the day, whether it's through video, whether it's because we're going out in, into cons, we want to connect with more people. A way that you can do that without spending a red cent, go on to iTunes, write a review, not just do the five-star rating hope it's a five-star rating, uh, but actually write a review, say, hey, this is great, love these guys and gal. Uh, that's <laughs> it's seriously as simple as it can be. Uh, comment on our website, share your favorite episodes on social media. Every single one of those things, we, we, we see a direct correlation. Anytime that somebody talks about us elsewhere, we get new listeners. And that at the end of the day is really what we want most of all. Money facilitates that in a lot of ways, but there's nothing more valuable than word of mouth from mm-hmm. people that have listened to us, especially for the long, you know, long-term listeners. Is this because you want me to stop robbing banks? Yes. Oh. Bail is expensive, David. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so bad at it. Yeah. You keep on thinking you're baby driver, but you're so bad. Well, I mean, they open. I can't rob them when they're not open, you guys. <laughs> hey they're guys. closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost my pants. David Dice in real life. <laughs> yeah, it's just me in a clown mask with my dick out. Um, <laughs> Wow, someone certainly did roll a one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boo. Six years. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to Fanable.com, actual play podcast, and other geeky topics around table discussion, celebrating our seventh year alive. Woo! Woo!
If you like this, please uh, rate, comment, subscribe. Uh, and um, uh, I guess a, a final question to those of you who want to comment. What, ha what has been your favorite scene that we've done or joke or whatever in the last seven years of Fandible? Ooh. Ooh. The female space marine. <laughs> God. I'm just so... We didn't talk about that once, you guys. Yep. We what? didn't talk about that once. That is a... Whatever. I'm proud that we did that. I, we did that. I wasn't here. <laughs> oh, wait. No, you weren't. I am the harbinger of misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. And have a wonderful next seven years.